Welcome to Central Baptist Church's Sermon Podcast. This program features the preaching and teaching of Corey Ramirez, the pastor of Central Baptist Church of Little Rock, Arkansas. In God's Word, you will find the encouragement needed for today. And now, here is Pastor Ramirez. I want to start today with uh, give you a thought. You know, not all counsel is good counsel. Uh, I don't know if you ever ran into that where someone gave you advice and uh, come to find out it may not have been good advice. And not necessarily that they were trying to deceive you. Uh, it's just that sometimes people can mean well, but it might not be good advice. Uh, and as we go forward in this lesson this morning, I, I want to encourage you to consider Christ as a counselor, the best counselor that the world can have, the best counselor you can have this morning, because his advice is going to be good. His counsel is going to be wise. And this morning, uh, as we look at Christ the counselor, I hope to encourage you to not only trust in Christ, uh, obviously for your salvation, but be willing to take your concerns and cares to Christ, knowing that he can give you the direction that's needed. So uh, we read here Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Let me read it again for unto you. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Counselor, it means one that advises or consults for the purpose of guidance. That's what a counselor is. Uh, You know, counselors basically provide direction on all different topics. Uh, You know, today there's no shortage of confusion and there's no shortage of counselors. Uh, You have counselors all over the place and uh, you can choose a subject and find, more than likely you'll find an expert on it or at least they'll tell you they're an expert on it uh, and you'll find counselors all over. Uh, You know, today we're going to talk about someone who is, the way I'll put it, the best counselor. The best counselor possible, and that's Jesus Christ. I have three thoughts for you. Uh, the title of it is A Counselor for a Confused World. And I'm going to start by talking about first, uh, he's a counselor that you can respect. A counselor you can respect. Uh, second, he's a counselor you can reach. What I mean by that is uh, he's there, willing to help someone you can go to. Uh, and thirdly, he's a counselor you can rely upon. And so let me give you three thoughts here this morning on this passage. First, he's a counselor you can Respect. Jesus is a counselor you can respect. You know, uh, sometimes there are some poor counselors in this world. And it's not necessarily their counsel, but they themselves are people that you can't respect. Uh, Jesus Christ is not like that. Uh, As far as him being a counselor you can respect, I'll give you two. Just two thoughts here in preparing this. There's probably a whole bunch more uh, different directions we could go with this. But uh, as far as a counselor, first he's got wisdom. He's a counselor with wisdom. And that's what you want when you're seeking counsel. Uh, for example, uh, you know, if you're going to seek counsel concerning a financial matter, you probably want to find someone that you believe has an understanding of financial matters. That's why you're going to them. Uh, if you're going to seek counsel, let's say, in a, a situation of marriage, you want to seek a counselor you believe has uh, an understanding and, and a good, uh, I guess you say, knowledge of marriage and can help you out. You want to be careful of counselors who don't have the knowledge that they're trying to pass off. Well, with Christ, the Bible tells us that he is wise. Let's go over to 1 Timothy chapter 1. 1 Timothy chapter 1 this morning, and I'm going to begin... Reading in verse 16. And I'll read verses 16 and 17 if you're taking notes of uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1. And it says here, Howbeit for this cause I obtained mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering, for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him 
to life everlasting. Now unto the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. The only wise God. Jesus Christ is wise. He's got wisdom. He has knowledge. Now, someone once put it this way, that knowledge is information, and that's what it is. Wisdom is the correct use of information. You can have knowledge without wisdom. In other words, you can have an understanding of something, but you might not know how to use that. Uh, The best example I can give, I've used it before, is uh, when it comes to vehicles, I have knowledge. I could probably take your car apart. Uh, I couldn't promise you I could put it back together. And have you turn the key and the ignition and start it up and drive, because that takes wisdom. I have the knowledge to do that, but I don't have the wisdom on putting it back together. That's the difference, the correct use of the information that's there. Now, Christ has wisdom in all areas. He's, he's wise. Uh, in John chapter 3, verse 34, it says here, For he whom God hath sent, speaking of Jesus, speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. So he, he had the Spirit fully Filled with the Spirit. So not only is he the Son of God, but he was filled with the Spirit. And he was teaching the words of God. Well, here's the the key part this morning. This wisdom can be yours. Okay, look at over Ephesians chapter 1. I'm going to read a passage here in Ephesians chapter 1. This wisdom can be yours. As far as the wisdom of Christ uh, guiding and directing you. In in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17, it says... Uh, The God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Notice the spirit of wisdom, it says here in Revelation. You know, with Christ, you can have wisdom, his wisdom. And that's, that's really the key here. The key is having Christ and his wisdom in your life so you can make correct choices. So you can go the correct direction. And that's by your relationship with Jesus Christ and seeking Him, seeking after His will, reading His words and following His directions. So this wisdom can be yours. And this wisdom uh, is needed if you're going to please God, but it's also needed uh, if you're going to avoid sin and if you're going to live a life that's, uh, I guess you'd say, that God would be pleased with. And that's the wisdom we need. But second, how about the understanding that Christ has? And I I, want to make this a little bit more what I would call personal today. Uh, The understanding... You know, Jesus can relate to you this morning. And sometimes I think that's difficult for us to realize that he can relate to us. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4 talks about Christ. Now, I'm going to read verses 15 and 16 this morning of Hebrews 4. But this is an important verse here concerning Christ and his understanding of not only what goes on in this world, but also what goes on in our lives. Hebrews chapter 4, it says here in verse 14, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. And let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Uh, you know, this morning, Jesus can relate to your difficulties. That, that's the teaching here. He was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let me give you a few examples here of how Christ can relate. Uh, you know, you might struggle with temptation to sin. We all struggle with this. Okay? There's, there's nobody that doesn't 
struggle with temptation to sin in one way or another. Now, we might have different sins that are weaknesses than someone else, but we're all tempted to sin. Well, Jesus was tempted to sin as well. And the Bible tells us that he overcame that temptation with the word of God. You see, the devil tempted him. And the devil tempted him, yet he was able to overcome that. So he can relate to what it's like to be tempted. He can understand when we're tempted. So when we go to him in prayer, when we ask for his help, we're going to someone who understands. Not someone who can't relate, but someone who understands. How about grief? You know, sometimes we can have grief due to loss. Jesus can relate. You know, the passage, uh, the Bible tells us that he, he understood the cruel death of John the Baptist. And he can relate. He understood the death of Lazarus and others throughout the scriptures. You see, he can relate to loss that we have to deal with. So when you go to him in prayer, you're talking to someone that understands the grief that you may be going through. Uh, another one is, how about being dejected because of rejection? Uh, we can be rejected in this world by people. Uh, perhaps at work you can be rejected. You know, Christ understands that as well. He can relate. You know, he went to the cross by himself. The Bible tells us in the garden that all of them fled. They left. He was all by himself when he went. So if you ever feel lonely, if you ever feel a little bit uh, dejected because you think maybe you've been rejected or people have forgotten you, Christ understands that. Go to Him. Find comfort. You see, He's a counselor that understands our difficulties and our trials and our hardships. Let me give you one more. Uh, He understands that, you know, I'll put it this way, the conduct of others can mess up your life. Have you ever had that happen where someone someone did something foolish or someone did something in a way that, that hurt your life? You did nothing wrong, but they messed things up and you now have to deal with it. It's a burden you might have to carry. Well, He understands that or He understood that. Uh, You think of his ministry, his entire ministry. The Jewish leaders hindered him. They twisted his words. So if anyone ever twists your words, they did it to Christ. They falsely accused him. If you ever get falsely accused, you know, those are things that can hurt when people say things negative or false about you. Well, Christ understands. They even sent him to the death, or to his death at the hand of the Romans. He was innocent. Uh, The point being is Christ can understand when you go through a trial or trouble like that. He can relate to those trials and troubles. Uh, How about Judas betraying him, a friend that was supposed to be loyal and faithful, betrayed him. See, he can understand those things. And this morning, that's the encouragement we have as far as seeking him as our counselor. You can respect him because he can relate to you. You know, sometimes we can look and we can say, well, you know, nobody understands. That's why, you know, nobody understands what I'm going through. Nobody can relate. Nobody understands. Well, Christ does. So take your cares to Him. Take your concerns to Him. Seek His counsel, whether it's comfort, strength, advice, direction, wisdom, whatever the case may be. Be willing to go to God because Christ is more than qualified to guide your life. Uh, Here's the second one this morning. Uh, He's a counselor you can reach. You can reach. Now, human counselors. Okay, I want to just say this. uh, You know, not all human counselors can be reached all the time because we're human beings. Even pastors. You know, uh, you may have a a situation where you want to talk to somebody uh, and you need some help or some advice. And guess what? You call them up and they don't answer. Not because they don't want to talk to you. Maybe they're busy or maybe their phone's been turned off or something else has come up. You see, that can be discouraging because you're trying to reach out to somebody and they're not there to talk to you. Well, Christ is a counselor you can reach at all times. 
And here's a few thoughts here on, on Christ being a counselor you can reach. First, uh, he's a personal counselor. A personal counselor. One of the thoughts I had here is, you know, it's one thing to have wisdom, and then it's another, another thing to share it. Okay, you can have wisdom and not share it with somebody else. Uh, I've been in workplaces where it seemed like it was like that. You know, some people just held on to, they held on to wisdom. They didn't want to share everything with someone else for whatever reason, and so everyone else is left in the dark. Well, Christ is not like that. He shares wisdom and knowledge once we seek after him. And he's a personal counselor, is what he is, a personal counselor. Uh, what I mean by that is um, he's your counselor. You accepted Christ as your Savior this morning. He's your Savior. He's your counselor. You can go directly to, to him and you can seek his help uh, because he's a personal counselor. Isn't it wonderful to know we have someone like that? That we can go to even tonight. There, there are no like, office hours when it comes to Jesus Christ. You can go to him anytime you have a burden, anytime you're hurt, anytime you're troubled. Uh, I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life where there, where there has just been somebody put on my heart. You know, someone that all of a sudden was just on my heart. I had a burden for him. You can talk to God right then and there for that person. You can go to God and say, Lord, please help them. I don't know if they're going through something or if, or if I just have a burden for them, but please, God, help them, strengthen them. Or, or even in your own life, if you have a personal problem, you can go to God. You know, tomorrow, I hope all of you have a wonderful day tomorrow. But let's say something happens in the middle of the day or in the afternoon that you didn't plan on or expect. You know, right then and there, you could talk to God. Even if you don't have time to get on your knees or the ability to, to get away in your heart, you can talk to the Lord. You can seek His wisdom and counsel. And by the way, that's needed as we go through our day sometimes. Because we want to make sure we say the right words, not the wrong words. We want to make sure that we uh, use wisdom, uh, whether it's at work or with family or friends. And Christ can give us that on a daily basis and, and as we walk with Him. So, uh, you know, He's a personal counselor, but uh, He's also what I'll call a present counselor. Turn with me, if you would, to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13. Uh, here's a verse that many enjoy and uh, have memorized. It's a good verse because of what we find here as far as the principle of Christ being with us. In verse 5, he says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Uh, we find a principle here, a biblical principle of God's presence with us. Never leave thee nor forsake thee. And that's a promise that Christ gave the apostles too. Uh, that they would have his power. He'd always be with them. So as far as Jesus Christ being a present counselor, uh, he's not going to forsake us or leave us in our time of need. You know, it's not going to be a situation where everything's going well, he's there, and then when you have trials, uh, he's not there. No, it's, it's actually he's there for you all the time to give you counsel and direction. And here are two thoughts on that. First, you can find strength in Christ. You can find His strength. So that way you can go forward. Uh, here, here are some things to consider about Christ and His counsel when we think of His ministry. And I'm not going to turn to the passages here this morning. I'll just give you some thoughts on them. Uh, you know, hopeless sinners were taught, I guess advised, challenged to repent. That's what Jesus Christ did when He was here on earth. That was his counsel to sinners, was to repent and believe. That's the same counsel today for all. Uh, repent and believe on Christ and be saved. And once you're saved, you belong to him. But that's the beginning of his counsel. But think of some of the other counsel. You know, all those that were weary and, and tired were, were called to come unto him. All those that carry burdens were called to let him carry the burden. 
We find that as far as his teaching. Uh, He encouraged the sick and the lame to find strength in him. He also encouraged the poor in spirit. Uh, We find that mentioned several times to to come to him for riches, to look to him uh, for, for, I guess you say, their needs to be provided. And his followers were to abide in him. We're We're to abide with Christ. We're to walk with him and we're to trust him at all times. And we're to obey his teachings and obey the direction that he's given. So as far as Christ, the strength that he offers, loved ones, the strength is incredible to do what he wants us to do. And that's the key there. You see, uh, as far as being a, a pastor, you know, I, I believe pastors should be counselors. You know, we should be able to direct people to Christ. Now, a good counselor is going to direct you to Christ, by the way. They're not going to direct you to the world. They're going to direct you to Christ. But as far as a counselor, you know, my, I'm limited in the power I have. Uh, I, there, there are times I wish I could give people power to do things, but I don't have that. Christ does, though. He's almighty, and he can give you power to get through a situation, get through a trial, or he can even remove you or that problem from your life. He, he has that power, and that's why we trust in him. And as far as being a present counselor, he's always there for us. Another thought on this is, you know, he sent the Spirit to be our guide. The Bible teaches that he, he sent the Spirit. Now, let's turn over there so I don't mess this up. Let's look at John chapter 16. I'll make sure I don't misquote this here this morning. John chapter 16. And I'll read verses 13 through 15. And this is where we find Jesus promising to send the Spirit to be the guide for the apostles and for those that believe in him. It says in verse 13, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, has come... He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine, therefore said I, that he shall take of mine, and shall show it unto you. A little while, and you shall not see me, and again, and a little while, you shall see me, because I go to the Father. But I want to point out to you in this passage, notice the promise of the Spirit of truth coming to be their guide. Uh, And when we read through the scriptures, we do find that the Spirit was sent. And today, the Spirit resides with believers. He resides in the heart of those that have accepted Christ. You see, that's something you receive upon salvation, is the Holy Spirit will come. Uh, Obviously, He does the work in your heart to wash and regenerate, but then He sets up what we would call a residence there. He lives within your heart to guide and to direct you. That's something that we find that Christ taught. He said, I'm not only going to be there for you, but I'm going to give you a, a personal guide in your life to help you on a daily basis. So what we find is the Lord has not only equipped us, but he enables us to go the right way. That's what a counselor does, by the way. A counselor is to guide people the right way, to guide them in the correct way. And that's what Jesus has enabled us to do, to go the right way. Uh, here is really where I guess you would call the, the key, though, is we must, we must reach out to Him. Okay, we, must be, we, we have to want to go the right way. Uh, you know, if someone doesn't want counsel, uh, if they don't want direction, then you can tell them all day what to do, but if they don't want it, they're not going to do it. It's just how it is. But you have to want Christ to lead your life. And when you want the Lord to lead your life, He will lead your life. Uh, he'll be present, and he'll guide and direct you. Now, here's my last thought this morning, and that's uh, he's a counselor that you can rely upon. One you can rely upon. You know, there's a lot of uh, dangers that are in this world. And without counsel, we can get ourselves into some trouble. 
Uh, and I don't have time to list all the dangers that are out there, but I'm sure you can think of many dangers that are out in this world that uh, as for Christians, we could get ourselves in trouble or, or can hurt us. Uh, and when we don't have any consultation or when we don't have someone that we can seek advice from, uh, we could get into some big trouble. We could find some hardships and some difficulties. Usually, as far as Christians, you know, we have the Spirit. We have Christ with us. We get ourselves in trouble is when we do our own thing. Uh, when we decide, uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just uh, not seek Christ or I'm going to go ahead and do this. Uh, you know, I've been guilty of, uh, you know, I try to encourage everyone to pray before you embark on something. Because it's better to pray at the beginning than it is to have to come back later and repent and say, Lord, I'm sorry because I, you know, I, I went without you. And I've, I've been there before. It's best to pray and seek God's wisdom up front and go with God. And so what we find is there are a lot of dangers in this world that God can help us either to avoid, or if there are troubles or trials, He can help us to get through those. And that's what He does. We can rely upon Him in that area. But let me give you a few thoughts on this. First, I think it's our, I believe it's our fleshly nature not to seek God, but to seek our own desires. And I'm going to give you two examples. You know, in the Old Testament, uh, the first one is Saul, the first king of Israel. Uh, the Bible tells us that uh, in First Chronicles chapter 10, when he had to seek advice, instead of going to God, he went to a witch, the witch of Endor. And it's very clear in the Bible that, uh, I'll read to First Chronicles 10 says, So Saul died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not, and also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit to inquire of it. You see, he sought counsel from the world. He sought counsel from an evil spirit, a witch. And guess what? He got the counsel, but he also lost his life. Uh, again, like I said, you know, not all advice is good advice. Not all counsel is good counsel. Uh, you read through the book of uh, Kings, and you'll find similar examples of kings who sought counsel in wrong places and got themselves into trouble. And so we must make sure that we are seeking counsel in the right place, and that's with Christ. You know, I think that's part of the confusion in our world today. Uh, many are confused because they're simply looking in the wrong place for direction. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, witchcraft is, has gotten bigger in our world today. It's become more popular. Uh, and a lot of people are making the same mistake Saul is, or Saul did. They're seeking their counsel from worldly areas, and in some cases, probably from evil spirits is what's happening. And no wonder there's problems. No wonder there's confusion. No wonder they're being led a wrong direction. We must seek our counsel from God and make sure our counsel is coming from the right source. Because God's never going to lead you astray. He's never going to lead you down the wrong path. He's never going to lead you in the wrong way. He's not going to lead you into trouble. And some will say, well, how come we have trials still and difficulties? Well, the Lord understands that. Uh, and by the way, I, I'm under the, the impression, uh, you know, the older I get, the, the more I understand that a lot of those trials and difficulties, they weren't there to harm me anyway. They were there to teach me. And I learned through those. And God brought me through them. And so, yeah, he might take us through difficult times. But it may be for our better or for his glory to, to produce a miracle or to work something great on our behalf. So we just trust God. And we trust that he's going to lead us correctly. Let me give you another example. Joshua. The, you know, King Saul, some may say, well, he was a worldly king, so that's why he sought that. Well, you know, the book of Joshua, Joshua was a good man. Joshua was a man who loved God. Uh, I, believe, uh, I believe Joshua and that group of people were probably uh, what you'd call the most underestimated people in the Scriptures. Uh, they lived by faith. They went into the land and took the land. 
Uh, and they, God blessed them in a great way. But we do find there was an occasion where Joshua was deceived. Uh, it's found in the book of Joshua chapter 9 by the Gibeonites. They came and they deceived him. And the Bible tells us here that he, in Joshua 9 verse 14, it says, He asked not counsel at the mouth of the Lord. Here's what happened basically is the Gibeonites came in and said, Hey, let's make peace. They had, they had went and they had, uh, I guess you say, disguised themselves, pretended to be who they were not. Because they wanted to make peace with people in land. And, and God had already told Joshua to send them out of the land. And so they disguised themselves. And you know what Joshua did? He didn't ask counsel of the Lord. In other words, he just did his own thing. He, he did what he thought was best without seeking God's counsel. Now, I can't be too hard on Joshua because I've done that myself. And I've done that a lot more than I'd like to admit. And what we find is Joshua got himself into some trouble. Well, God blessed still, but he had some difficulties he had to deal with. And that was because he sought his counsel from within. He, he just did what he thought was best. Uh, the way I like to think of it this way, you know, if you do what you think is best, sometimes you might get it right. But sometimes you might get it wrong. And so it's best to seek God's counsel at all times. And that's what Joshua learned. And so we must look to above. Look above for your counsel. Look to Christ for your counsel. And that's uh, the dangers. If we do that, we can avoid the dangers. And finally, the direction. Uh, if we look to Christ... He is going to lead us the right way. If you look to Christ, He's going to lead you the right way. Whether it's a personal matter, a business decision you have to make, maybe a spiritual matter, uh, whatever the case may be, He's going to lead you correctly. He's going to lead you the right way. And He's going to take you the way He wants you to go. And, and you know it's important to go the right way. It's important to go the correct way. Let me give you an illustration. Now, I don't think this is a true story. Okay? I, I've read it in several different places, and I'm pretty sure it's not true. When I share the story with you, you'll see. But there's a story of a, of a plane flying that lost its navigating tools in mid-flight. And so the pilot came on the air, and he told the people, he said, um, I have some good news and some bad news. He says, the good news is we're making good time. The bad news is we don't know where we're going. Uh, you know, I said, I don't think it's a true story. At least I haven't found it to be true. But could you imagine being on that plane if that were something to happen? Uh, I tell you, who cares about the good time if you don't know where you're going? Well, that's what happens in life sometimes. We don't seek God's counsel. We could be active. We could be busy. And not necessarily in sin. We could be, you know, just living life. But if we're not seeking God's direction, we might not be going the way He wants us to go. We might not be going in a way that He can bless us and work through us in our life. So it's best to seek His counsel. It's best to seek His will in our life. Because we can rely upon Him. Uh, the two areas I want to give you in closing is first, salvation. Make sure you're saved. Uh, you know, as far as salvation, the world, uh, you'll find all sorts of thoughts out there. You know, uh, the devil's produced a lot of lies in this world on how to be saved. Uh, the biggest one is probably the one that says just do what's best, uh, what you think is best or find your own way. The Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible says that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And so Christ is the way to God the Father. And I hope and pray everyone here is saved. If not, uh, that's where it begins. Go to God through Christ. In other words, understand you're a sinner. Uh, repent of your sin and believe on Christ. And you shall be saved, the Bible teaches. And so, this morning, I hope and pray that you're saved, that you've accepted Christ as your personal Savior, and that you're going the right way to God the Father. And then second, after that, uh, I encourage you to live with Christ. You know, we're to live by faith, and we're to look to Christ as we go forward. 
And He'll guide us and direct us. Take us the direction He wants us to go. You know, God is able to, to even bring people into your life that He wants there. He's able to do that. He's able to put you where He wants you. He's able to place you, in, in, whether it's in church, in your, where you work, where you live. You see, God's able to, to take care of the details of your life. And he's a counselor that you can trust and you can rely upon. So this morning, in closing, uh, you know, the counselor for a confused world. Uh, this world offers a lot of different ideas, a lot of different thoughts, a lot of different counsel, a lot of different advice. Uh, most of it is confusing. You know, sometimes it's confusing because it's obviously worldly. Then sometimes it's confusing because you hear one thing and then the next day it's the, you know, the opposite. And so it can be very confusing. Well, with Christ, you can count on good counsel and good advice. So I encourage each of you, each of you to seek the counselor and let Jesus Christ be your guide in life. You've been listening to the preaching of Pastor Ramirez of Central Baptist Church of Little Rock, Arkansas. We hope today's message encouraged you. If you would like more information about Pastor Ramirez or Central Baptist Church, please visit our website, centralbaptistchurch.org. Thank you for listening today. Be sure to join us again for another message from God's Word.